my god, I'm gonna kill uh, this guy. You can say, let's, uh, let's everyone say one nice thing about your cat. Oh, he's a real know. cutie. He's cute, yeah. He's pretty cute. Last night... It was, oh, go ahead. I well, was gonna say we could just leave it at He's real cute. Well, last night we were laying on the couch together, and he was sweet to me for, like, 15 solid minutes of just, like, nonstop purring and, like, cuddling, which is, like, a once-a-month rarity. So he and I were riding on a high, and now he's brought it down to a very low... And we're enemies now. I hate this guy. Meow meow. God, he sucks. Well, he sucks so hard. Yeah. But he's he's cute though. He's real cute. A barrel, refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Ah, uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine to drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies. And you can be tipsy if you want to. I'm Harish. (laughs) I'm Sam. (laughs) And I'm Molly. And we've been doing virtual for over a year now well oh, just wow. about a year maybe well, well kind of we, took a, break. Yeah, we, we break. took a break but yeah yeah we have not That's met in person for over a year now yep. wow wow oh my god <laughs> anyway today's episode it's a continuation of our drag to the future series that we're doing for <laughs> april what um, a shitty name <laughs> And also known as Vampirol, which like isn't any better. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh yeah, today's episode is the remake of Ganja and Hess, The Sweet Blood of Jesus, directed by Spike Lee. It's a Spike Lee joint. A Spike Lee joint, mm-hmm. yeah. Um he like funded it on kickstarter apparently mm-hmm. yeah um no way yeah. really yeah raised uh 1.4 million dollars um, they filmed it in like a little over two weeks yeah what yeah i mean like if this you was like if you're watching it it's mostly like really really well done but there are moments where i was like yep that's where they had to make a little budget cut right there also a lot of the music like he got from like uh people from social media <laughs> um <laughs> He like so he solicited music from unsigned, unnoticed, unknown artists via social media, Not and then like, um, well, I mean, he's just getting the songs, and then yeah. once he uses them, probably Pays has them. to pay for yeah. them, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he over <laughs> on Wikipedia it says over eight hundred songs were submitted. Lee listened to all of them in a single weekend, and eventually settled on twelve. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's um, really cool. And they're they're in this movie a lot, yeah. I didn't know this was like very indie, and like he did it all himself, like with like Kickstarter money. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you know why he did it? Has he said? No, like, why I don't he know. I I couldn't find any because that's a lot like, of like facts about it. You got to be passionate about doing a remake, especially to do like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did it, was it just like not getting picked up or did he just like want to do well, it like the way he wanted to do it without like big studio influence? so on wikipedia it just says um he explained that he originally turned to kickstarter because i wanted to make this film but i knew no studio was going to make this film it wasn't going to happen 
Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, I'm, but I'm just a realist, and I wasn't going to spend a year knocking on doors and stuff like that. So oh, it just, just says wanted that he to wanted it. to make it and didn't think studio um, studios would fund it, so he went to Kickstarter. He's probably right. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also, like, I, I still I don't understand the motivation to remake Gungeon has. I, I mean, it had to have, like, meant something to him or something like yeah. that. But also, like, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's, like, to make a remake, you know, you got to add something to it. And, yeah. like... I mean, this was good, but I it's don't think he... It's in modern day. Yeah, that's about the only addition and, like, maybe a little extra dialogue. Right. But some of the explanation... Like, I appreciated some of the explanation that he added, but some of it I was like, we yeah. didn't really need to see that. Yeah. This movie did connect a bunch of dots <laughs> uh, yeah. from the original movie I, I that like- I didn't know but yeah i liked the beginning it really made it more clear as to when hess was turned yeah like, we realized that because we saw it happen yeah so in the last podcast if you listen to our conjure and hess episode we thought that he was already a vampire at the beginning of the movie but i found out later on by like reading reviews and stuff that it was supposed to be that when he got stabbed by meta in the original film he turns into a vampire um what i missed that yeah yeah Yeah. i i didn't get it either i i thought he started out as a vampire but i don't know um but yeah anyway so in this movie it was much more clear yeah that was going on and this one you've got um kind of the same well we should talk about the tree scene too but the same setup to him getting stabbed um happens and there's like some slight differences and changes but in this one after he stabs him Hess like uh you know dies or whatever and then um what's his name me in this movie it's Hightower Hightower um Lafayette Hightower yeah um he goes and does his thing and then he shoots himself and um when he shoots himself in that exact moment we shoot to hess and he like wakes up and he's right. like shocked and it's very much the kind of like oh my god i can't believe i'm alive waking up type yeah. of thing that you're familiar with the movie so like you know at that moment that's when he changed right um so the plot of this okay so if you haven't seen the original and you're listening to this the basic plot of this is very similar to the original dude gets stabbed with this so there's this ancient civilization that was addicted to blood and also they were immortal <laughs> um and so like he has he gets a dagger from he's, this ancient he's civilization an anthropologist who studies the civilization right he studies i guess africa in general yeah um and uh so yeah he he gets this dagger gets stabbed by a guy who is supposed to be his assistant um, in this movie, his name is Hightower. In the other movie, his last his name was George Maida. Maida, I I yeah. In my notes, I just called him George the whole yeah. time. Um, I don't know why they changed his name. Anyway, so that turns him into a vampire, and then uh, Maida like commits suicide, uh, and then his wife shows up, and she has a relationship with Hess, and then they fall in love, and Hess marries her her and then turns her into a vampire yeah and then she starts killing people and they both feel weird about it and Hess starts feeling guilty about his existence yeah so he figures out how they can die because they're immortal and so he and they die by the shadow of the cross falling on their heart 
So he goes through with it. She doesn't. And then it ends. Right. It's weirder. It's very. Go ahead. It's like existential, like the first one. Yeah. And um, very like thinky. I don't think this one has as much pain in it this as the one, first one did. Yeah, I, it it's different. It's, it's like I mean I'm not saying it's bad because of that, but like the first one, it was like I think it felt more brutal because this one they added in the element that everybody he's killed comes back to life. And which that first might one be it might be true, one. but we don't get that hint to it until right. the very, very last moment. So it was really painful because I don't think in the first one even he knew that and that's probably why he was feeling like he was feeling and yeah. this one yeah. i think he's it, a little different this has the supernatural effect where like every time a character dies you're like okay yeah yeah, yeah. they're gonna come back yeah and like so i i'm like i get why he feels guilty about it but like i'm like but he's not i mean he's like fucking them up and stuff but right. like he they're they're moving but i mean we did get the bit with the mom but that was already after i think after he was feeling crappy wasn't it Yes. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. This. So, a lot of the things about the original, like the editing, um, and like the music that they use for whenever like the blood addiction like hits him, mm-hmm. um, uh, all that, like a lot of the like really cool stuff from the original, um, they just didn't include in here, um, and I guess like it makes sense because you want to make your own movie. Yeah. Um, but also, like, a lot of the scenes, I just kept thinking about how cool it was yeah. in the original. Well, there's two in particular. Okay, so there's the first scene. Okay, so this movie opens with um, <laughs> Hess and, or, um, I mean, the story begins with Hess Green meeting in this movie. His name is, what is it, Lionel? or Lafayette. Lafayette. Lafayette Hightower. Mm-hmm. They meet, and then they, like, have, like, a little chat at night right they um and like they're talking about the like original civilization and stuff the work that hess does and something stuff. Cause, with because hightower is gonna be his assistant yeah yeah in the research so something that was weird to me with this one was so like the original one like feels very much like a play the way it's written mm-hmm. but it also feels very natural like the the language is very flowery and like poetic but it also like feels very natural when in the original when the characters deliver it. But this one, it it didn't feel as natural to me. The way they were talking to each other, it just felt very robotic, and it just felt like they were just like reading scripted lines. It didn't feel natural. I agree. I actually was concerned about this movie watching that scene because I was like, oh shit, is this movie about to all be like this? Yeah. Pleasantly, like thank God it wasn't. Right. The, it, the it rest of this movie, it's really well done after that but for some reason that first scene also was weirdly done to me and i don't know if it was just like maybe the lafayette guy isn't a great actor but i was like i don't know there's got to just be other elements it's also like in the original like he's telling like a story you know he talks Mm -hmm. tells a story about his director friend whereas in this they're just talking at each other about that's true because the the blood george is trying to grow up yeah the first one and it doesn't land so it's not great so i did like how this one was shot though yeah i will say the cinematography in this movie is really pretty it is it is um 
it's like it's very it's more of modern sensibilities right like Mm -hmm. compared to the original it's not as experimental Um, so it is very good but like a lot of the cool shots from the um original like whenever they recreated those scenes it it just like it was not as good as the original and it just like made me feel bad i think another thing and i don't want to like say like oh this is bad editing but the editing in this is very different yeah yeah. there's not as much like overlaying the cuts are very quick um so it does create a different like feel in general um and i will say in this particular scene i thought it went too fast so like um something that uh molly you commented about on the last one was that on the original uh ganja and hess was that it had a very dreamlike quality yeah Um, this one doesn't yeah, this one. So, like, so something I've heard someone say on another podcast is uh, they were talking about um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind um, versus Inception in the way dreams are depicted. Like, oh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, it's all like basically a dream and it all flows naturally, but it's all like all over the place. Whereas okay. with Inception, um, there is like dream logic, but it is very structured. And like, you know, like everything has an explanation and it's very structured in the, the way that they depict it. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like um, the original is more like the um, uh, like Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind version, whereas this is more the Inception version. You know, this oh, feels a lot it, yeah. more like ordered and structured and modern, yeah. you know. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That is something I like felt was missing. Yeah from the movie for me um that i really did like about the first one i'm just like so caught up in how pretty all the sets and shots yeah. were for this one though yeah they... i will say though i know i said the tree shots were pretty but i did like i love experimental film mm-hmm. framing a lot of the time so a lot of like the shots that were like harisha were recreated were like not as good in this one but also there were shots that, like in the original i think just worked better especially in regards to like giving it a dreamlike quality oh yeah yeah that the tree scene in particular is one of the things that i wish he hadn't have he would have done a little more similarly right because i liked not seeing george's like upper body through that whole thing and i don't like the way he framed hess so so the tree scene that we're talking about is like the very like very following scene right after their little chit chat at night um Uh, basically it, it turns out that, um, Hightower is suicidal. And so like he sneaks, um, into a tree, uh, in like Hess's backyard and he starts crying and Hess comes and finds him and they have this whole conversation. Um, and like, basically like, uh, so the way it was filmed in the first one is that like, Hess walks out and then it's just the camera is static. Um, and then the whole scene is like pointing from behind Hess pointing into the tree. So we don't see like Hess's face ever. We don't really see Maida's face at all. We just see his legs Mm -hmm. out of the tree and it's all from that same angle. And the whole scene is played out and it like, it's, it's really well done in the original. Mm -hmm. And this one was like, like a shot reverse shot where, we get like just Hightower's face and then we get like a low angle on Hess's face, which yeah. was also a weird choice. Um, so it, it just wasn't as effective the way it was played um, in this one. And and in the original as well, 
I think the like suicide thing was a lot more subtle. Like he tried to pretend that he wasn't trying that, whereas with this one, like he immediately admits it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, a lot of stuff is more like kind of like they tell you what is like happening, right? They yeah, don't let you like come to your own conclusion there was that scene that'll happen later where like you two were debating what you thought was happening in the movie and then it turned out to be the more like direct of the two yeah with the woman and the yeah, baby yeah 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 actually at that point i don't know if you heard me but i looked at harish and i was like oh we were both right uh because <laughs> i said it was gonna happen and he said it wasn't and it's like it kind of did <laughs> um yeah okay so uh, moving on like one cool thing in this movie is that when is we get the shot of Hess coming back to life and it's like a really cool shot, like framed directly from above and he like opens his eyes um, and wakes up and like the sound of high tower, um, the gunshot uh, like happens at the same time he opens his eyes and it's really cool. It's like really effective. So I thought that was like a cool yeah, addition. I agree. And it also makes it more clear that this is him waking up. Because, okay, so he, in this one, Hightower stabs him just one time. Like, in the original, it was, like, three times. One for the Holy Ghost or whatever, the Mm -hmm. Holy Trinity. Um, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Um, And in this one, Hightower stabs him and he dies and then... The whole bath scene happens. And but he then, doesn't take a bath. He sits in an empty bath. So he doesn't he drink the gross teeth. bath water in this one. Man, I thought I had a point, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> that might be my fault. I'm sorry. Uh, I I think, like, I feel like the um, emotions are kind of all over the place in this movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cause the original also was kind of weird in the way that the characters acted. You didn't really understand like why they were doing the things that they were doing. But like sometimes I think they were consistent though. Hess was almost always like no feeling. And then Ganja was like way over the top the whole time. Yeah. And I think Hess is kind of not as dead. For sure. Yes. Okay. So that is something like, um, in the original Hess is like very disconnected or um he's always like not listening to people tell their stories um or just like he he doesn't have a sense of humor at all yeah he's just generally disinterested in the other people basically um but in this one he he's a lot more of like a nerd (laughs) um (laughs) he is oh yeah and and he also is like like he does show more emotion and is like eager in moments like you can tell when he's like in a lot of those like like sex scenes and mm-hmm. stuff, you can tell he's eager and stuff like that, um, which I thought was not as I don't know, just Hess wasn't as cool in this one as he was in the original. I agree, but but I love Ganja him. on the other hand, just as cool. Ganja, I don't know. <laughs> she I think was, she was as cool. She was she was fine. She wasn't doing it for me in this one. Oh, I disagree. I liked, I like her. I liked her in this one. Um, I think they're, I like them for different reasons though, but they're like, cause like the original Ganja, she was like scary, but in like the good way. Like I just would never want to ever make her upset with me. This one, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could handle it. 
Um, right. But like she's like modern, like cool kind think, of. So she's well, just different. The main difference is she's British. She is British. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, she. What's she gonna do? Go to the chippy about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I she is equally as fucking rude as all hell to the but, help. So my th- <laughs> my attitude with this is, I think like in the original, Ganja was like very like rude and like evil, but like um just like rude to uh the butler um but also like i felt like she had that same energy to hess at first but the only reason she w- wasn't like mean to him was because he could match that energy back to her yeah um because he has that like disinterest whereas with this one it felt like she was like needlessly mean to yeah. rami malik's character um but uh like she immediately was like really nice to hess even though first phone call um in the original it was a lot more like antagonistic between them but in this one like he's like even the way he says like i i don't have the slightest idea who your husband is was also like more kind i don't know well you see that ganja and hess in the first movie are more like trying to be like this just in our bag and genuinely growing together (laughs) each other's biggest flex some fuck everyone else type shit yes yes Yes. Yes. okay um oh fuck i was gonna what was i gonna say about her god damn it i don't remember what it was oh my god it was something about how has this their ganja is different but now i can't fucking remember so whatever yeah um honestly in the first one i feel like hess is more of a simp too this one not so much really what why do you think he's more of a simp in the first one (laughs) i don't know i just felt like they had such a connection in the first one and this time they were just like talking a whole lot i like yeah didn't feel like they were as connected they were definitely talking a lot more in this one in the first one they were just like banging but like sure but like that's not they understood each other yeah no but i i know what you mean by like like the connection that they had because they they just seem to have that instant like yeah relationship Um, yeah yeah yeah. like the second she comes in like he's in love with her in the first movie right yeah um in this one i was just i like didn't always believe that they were like a good couple it's weird yeah and like the way that he like he's also like he starts crying at one point when he's talking to her because he's like guilty about whatever killing people and then like in the next moment he's also like very robotic when he's talking um i don't know it just i i don't i didn't love these actors as much as the original ones um (laughs) at least Oh, so I had a point about um, Ganja's different to me in this one, too, because in the first one, the way she acted, she explains with her backstory of how her mom treated her. And in this one, she explains her backstory of, oh, I had these brothers and I learned my lesson through that. And while the lesson that she learns is the same, that Ganja has to take care of Ganja, um, which makes her act like a dick, the, like, way they learn the lesson is, like, different. Different, yeah. So, like, in the first one, her mom basically treated her like shit and always thought she was, like, a slut 
and didn't right. believe that she was like a good girl and always believed she was sleeping around town and like she like ganja just b- had to learn to like take care of herself because like the person that was supposed to be taking care of her was like awful and, to and her and like the specific incident was like something happened with a boy and uh the mom blamed her for yeah, it yeah. rather than like helping her or whatever and so in this one she says that she was the youngest of four and her three older brother older siblings were brothers and they used to be really mean and bully her and hit her and knock her around and stuff and her story was that like she got she got fed up with one of her brothers and they like really fought each other and then her brother hit her in the the stomach stomach. and then the mom like hit like beat the brother and then the dad like tucked her in at night and was like you have to take care of yourself and like i mean i could see how it's like also very traumatizing to go through it but it's like i don't know it, it was different yeah yeah it's weird because like the one the first one was like um i it, it's more individualistic kind of maybe i don't know if that's the right word to use but well, it's, it's more of like emotional she is like in in this one it's like my family is telling me that i need to protect myself yeah. whereas like in the original it's like i'm learning myself that i have to protect myself which yeah. i feel like is more effective yeah so I, that's one thing and I liked is more in the original is I liked her backstory and reasoning way more. It also like in the original, she talks about how like her mother, her the only compliment her mother gave her was to tell her that she's pretty. Yeah. And that made her like hate her beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then like it forced her to like adapt and like, you know, do what was best for her and stuff. It just like fit her character a lot better yeah this this whole movie like everyone seems like softer i guess <laughs> is the best explanation softer is i a also good word. love the dynamic that um ganja's relationship with her mom sets up and like how it impacts how she acts later i feel like that's much more like emotionally meaningful in in the first one? In this one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah for sure but I will say I like the whole bit when she's talking about how something about how you should never like punch, like attack a woman in the stomach. Yeah. yeah. And then it comes back later and he does it to show her that like she can't die. Oh, he's, oh yeah. he stabs he her, her the with the, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was like a good way to kind of bring that back. So I, I did like that part. Right. Yeah um also another thing so this is a common scene uh or at least plot point from the original is when at one point he goes to like a club and uh like the sex worker like chats him up and uh and then later on like he kills her so in the original like she has another guy with her that they're basically trying to rob him and then he kills them in self-defense and then drinks their blood. Um, but in this one, like she, well, she doesn't say that she's a sex worker. And then like, she asks him for money, right. As about, they're about to start. And then like, he like turns over and then starts kissing her and then bites her, um, mm-hmm. and kills her. And then he drinks her blood. And then just like in the original, he like feels sick and throws up. But here it's like more explicit about why he yeah. throws up because like he he checks her pills and then he realizes like 
she's HIV positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like really worried about that. And we get a whole scene of him going and getting an AIDS test. Yeah. Um, that's like one aspect of this movie and its modernization that I think is actually, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It so makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that was something like, like I didn't put together in the original mm-hmm. was that, that, their blood was probably like they probably had an illness yeah cool is the wrong word to describe that it was an interesting yeah moment i think yeah, in the original yeah. we assumed it was drugs or something just like some hard drug right i think is yeah, what we I thought know. it was i don't know um but yeah that that connected the also dots her, the original we i mentioned this when we were watching it the way she plays the character in this one versus the way the original girl because in the in the original ganja and Hess, lucky was also weird and i honestly i remember thinking like what is this performance <laughs> and it's like that in this one too but it, they're just two very different, different characters yeah but at the same time they're literally the same but it's just like it's that just shows you how casting works like they're also two very different people that scene also shows the difference between this Hess and the other Hess because in the original she like comes up and tells him his her whole story and then yeah. he's like sit down girl um and then in this one he's like could you sit down with me please yeah. <laughs> or something like he's just like <laughs> he Kinder. just says it in a more polite way <laughs> So there's another, a new scene in this that is like a dinner party. Um, so right after he cocktail hour on the beach. Yeah. I don't know who those. So like he goes to the hospital and steals some blood, like very similar scene, but I also like the original version of the scene better. Um, but anyway, right after that in the original movie, he like goes to visit his son or something. Um, and goes to meet his son. But in this, he goes back to his house and there's like a cocktail party mm-hmm. um, yeah. with, I guess, like work people. And then he talks to these women who are having a conversation about how <laughs> people are addicted to society. Yeah, that was one of those moments of this movie where I was like, OK, we're being a little too on the nose here. Like, right. yeah, reel it in a bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. calm down. Yeah. <laughs> and then like one of the other women's like... Um, is like whether or not you're a criminal depends on what side of the law you're on or something like that it's yeah just, yeah it, it's just like i don't know it was aggressive in the theme it's just trying to point out the themes um and then there was that weird little shot of the guys and they're like saying the names of i don't know football what was people going at each on other. with that it was weird <laughs> i did not get that me neither and sometimes some some stuff is none of my business, and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have to know what's happening. Also, this is a scene where we get introduced to Seneschal, who is Rami Malek. Oh, and whenever you forget that he's in this, he um, you're floored when you see him. Yeah. What did that sweet boy contribute to the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the comedic moments i guess i guess yeah also i just found out the ashanti empire is i guess oh, it's real. real it's huh. got a wikipedia page oh yeah yeah wow interesting anyways continue with the scene um yeah so so has like has some tremors in his hands um so uh like R- rami malik walks he's the butler 
Um, he walks up and is like, sir, do you need anything? And Hess is like, no. And he goes in and gets a glass of blood. Oh, God. And then he comes out. And I'm like, okay, I get that he was probably hoping that it would just look like wine, but it doesn't. Right. It's so weird. Like, why would you just walk out with a cup of blood? But he walks out with a cup of blood to the party. And the like one of the women that he was talking to earlier comes up and it's is really like, aggressive about wanting him to drink alcohol. Yeah. She's like, oh, you got to drink. And he's like, oh, it's just V8 or something. Um, and then she has she just grabs it and takes a sip and then like spits it out and is like what is that it's and he so says gross. It's or- he says it's, it's organic and she <laughs> so she gives it to rami malik and is like put vodka pepper and, and lemon or something in yeah, it <laughs> to make a bloody mary i guess honestly at that point you should drink manischewitz <laughs> just is- fucking go for it dude what is oh that? it's like a jewish passover wine oh um, it's it's really cheap but it's good they have like a blackberry flavor and it's it's juice but it's like it's real thick and it's like sweet interesting i am i'm a big manish of it's fan it's (laughs) maybe arguably my most disgusting trait Wow, now I want to try it. Wine and cheese night where i got manish of it's in a snack pack of hot cheetos hell yeah (laughs) that's class right there oh yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah like so a nice little comedic moment yeah, in the middle like of this movie aggressively comedic that scene um yeah so then ganja shows up right ganja shows up yeah. it's mostly the same well it's she calls him first she yeah. calls him first and she's like hey uh, where's my husband? I need to talk to him. And he's like, your husband's missing. Um, and she's like, please, I just came back from Amsterdam. I need somewhere to stay. And I'm flying to the Dominican Republic in a week. So um, he lets her stay at his guest house. And we, we also, so she shows up and uh, like he meets her at the car. And in the original, this scene is so much better. Um, but like, so in the original what happens is she gets out of the car and just glares at him and then it like starts to walk up and is like tell your boss i'm home mm-hmm. or i'm here and he's like i am has green and she like pauses and looks at him and then they like laugh it off together whereas in this one like she walks out and he's like i don't know he like says hello or something to her and then she's like you can tell dr green that i'm here and he's like I am Dr. Green. And then she's like, she just like is embarrassed and is like, feels bad about it, which I don't know. Not as good. She also doesn't do the, uh, line when they're on the phone Yeah, and he's like, how, how will my, or she's like, you don't need to describe me to your driver because I look evil or something like that. Right. Um, and she doesn't do anything like that in this one. And I was mad. I think now is also the best time to point out that there's not a single stitch of denim in this movie. Nope. No yeah. denim. I, I don't know what's up with that. Not cool. It's Honestly, weird. rude. Yeah. Fucking rude. Rude. That was maybe one of the most mem. Oh, my God. There's like an eyelash in my eye. One of the most memorable parts of the first movie for me was Hess walking with that denim like hanging off of his hips all sexy. <laughs> yeah. None of that. None of that in this movie. Yeah. 
which is fine. But don't, like, send me in with the promise of watching, like, some man walk around in denim and then right. have to live on that. He's not as shirtless in this one. No, there's only, like, that one scene. Yeah, there's a couple scenes where, like, he's, maybe his shirt is open. In the original, he's Hess not. was just never in a shirt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, so, yeah, like, it's it's a very similar, um... Uh, like at one point he visits a mom, like, um, he goes to this random place in New York and, um, visits, he like sees like a mother with a baby on a bench and then like chats her up Mm -hmm. and then he's like, uh, he asks her what apartment she's in and he's like, are you going to invite me in? And then she like looks at her baby and then looks back at him and is like, uh okay uh so you want to party mm-hmm. and then they go in together um whereas so in the original like we didn't even see his conversation because that movie is mostly just music yeah. uh, and watching stuff happen but uh i don't know it was a very odd conversation to when we actually watch yeah. it yeah in that original one you're just like okay yeah he talks to a woman and, and they go goes in, in yeah house. <laughs> Um, I should note. Did we note that with Lucky, the first girl, that she came back to life in this we one? We didn't. Yeah, in this one, it shows her coming, waking up, and coming back to life. And she's pissed. And then when he meets up with his mom, it doesn't show her coming back to life. Right. But it like as he's leaving, you're like, oh well, it's not that bad because she's gonna come back to life hopefully. Well, it's also weirder because in the he's original, also sweet to the baby, which is yeah, strange. yeah. In the original, he like he just leaves right and it shows her like dead in the bed and then um the baby's crying but he just ignores it and leaves and this one he's like the baby's crying and he's like talking to the baby he's like hi hi naja (laughs) and then he leaves it was just very odd um the way this this one this version played out i agree and then i also didn't understand what was happening and i thought i kept thinking that the woman had come back Right. And Harith was like, no, no, she hasn't. And then she did come back at the end, so I was super confused. Yeah, yeah. There's another woman later on who looks who looks similar to her that Molly was confused. Um, but then in the scene right after that woman uh, shows up, like we get another scene where we go back to the mom mm-hmm. and we see that she has come back to life. And also she's killed her baby. Yeah. And she's An really accident. sad about that. And she like holds a dead corpse in the park. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Yeah, and then I guess that's another thing that like leads Hess to be like sad. We're not really <laughs> alive. Um, but yeah. So so in this, so I th- she finds out. Um, we get the whole scene with the wine, basically like word for word. Uh, so mm-hmm. what happens is they come back. Um, uh. It's Ganja and the butler. Uh, they come back from grocery shopping and she's like, is rude to him. Doesn't like help with any of the groceries, makes nope. him open the door for her. And it's like a lot more comedic in this one, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, and then like she start like asks him for red wine and he's like, no, you're not a- like no one's allowed in the cellar except for ha- Dr. Green. And she's like, no, I need it now. And in this one, he, like, 
gets mad at yeah, her he, like, and like yells. He's like, "Do you need it right now?" Which the the guy in the first one would never have done. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she goes to the cellar and finds her husband's dead body. And then we get the scene at dinner where she confronts Hess about it. But again, that is one of the coolest scenes in the original. When she go like, he's so calm in the original and she goes in the right. other room and like, in the sprints. original, it's another one where it's like the entire scene is just from one. Um, the camera is stationary at one position and like, it's all one take. Um, and it's from behind Hess. And there's this long dinner table and then like, like she like confronts him and gets mad and then walks like towards the fireplace in the distance. And also the butler comes out. There's like, it's just very interesting. Clears the plates for them and gives Hess like, and Hess is reading a newspaper or something and he just fills the wine and stuff. And he like keeps working as if nothing's happening. Right. Whereas in this one, Hess immediately sends him away and is like, we'll clean up. And then they, and then they she have a conversation. Yeah. And they have a conversation and she doesn't like throw a fit or anything like her, yeah. her rage and emotion are gone. And she like in the other one, like she tells the audience the story, like she's speaking. It's as if. Yeah. It's just like one of those like play like side conversations with the audience. Um, but in this one, she tells him the story and explains, this is my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> so now I will ask you, why did you kill my husband? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there, it, then it follows the same thing. Of and then he explains, well, he immediately tells her, yo, I'm a vampire. And she doesn't believe him. Yeah. But I guess they somehow get over it. Yeah. And she's just in love with him and she decides to marry him and then they get and then it does their marriage immediately and in this one rami malik once again eats the scene up (laughs) it's it's really funny (laughs) they're like getting married and he's just over there pissed as all hell and like they're kissing and he like rolls his eyes and shit like he's so upset seeing them get married he definitely plays it like like the gay friend who is sad that the guy he's like has a crush on is marrying a woman you know and he just really hates her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they get married, and Hess is like, "So yeah, you need to know this is all true." And then he kills her, and yeah. then she comes back to life. Um, and she's a vampire now, and she hates it. She's she doesn't really understand it at first. Tries to eat a steak, and it's like a raw steak, and it's gross. Oh, it's so that scene was disgusting, I but I liked it. I, I, that's a, that's an addition that I actually liked because it was like, oh, right. this going through this is painful and confusing and like really hard and right. it's cool that she's immediately like, oh, f- like this sucks. Why did you do this to me? Yeah. Cinematically, great. In terms of how nauseous it made me feel, <laughs> just very bad. To watch. Yeah. It was. It's so anytime, anytime anything shows like somebody biting into any sort of raw meat situation like game of thrones when she eats that heart no i like almost threw up when i watched that it's like so disgusting yeah i one movie i know i can never watch i can never ever ever watch raw oh we haven't seen it it. i want to see it really bad but i i have a hard time thinking about it Mm -hmm. i i simply refuse yeah sure it's great good on you if you liked it that's none of my business. Right. Um, yeah. So, so she is like really sick, doesn't get it. And then he like gets the dagger and then like 
takes her outside and stabs her um in the stomach also very weirdly shot it's like sped up yeah oh weirdly. yeah the way he stabs is yeah. sped up even though that technique wasn't used in any of the earlier <laughs> bits it was just but that's odd. that's one of those moments where i was like oh yes this was thrown together very fast small budget they did what they had to do yeah, he did yeah. a stylistic choice whatever i'm gonna give it to him but it wasn't <laughs> as like it, right. you could have just cut i don't know i don't know but he stabs her and then like she doesn't have a stab wound there's just a hole in her dress and he's like see like it's real you are a vampire um and he like gives her like their last little thing of blood um and then like she goes to sleep and he's like yeah we're gonna have a guest later rest up brings home an ex-girlfriend of his Mm mm-hmm not just a random guy from YMCA or whatever, <laughs> like in the first movie. But yeah, an ex-girlfriend of him. I I don't understand the motivation here to bring like an actual ex-girlfriend. Maybe it's like somebody he wouldn't mind getting killed or something. Like yeah. it's not a friend necessarily. It's just an ex. And so maybe it's just like. Yeah, it's somebody I know that'll come over for sure that could definitely right. fall into this trap and I feel no guilt over. Yeah. That's how I figured it was. This is another one of those like extended things from the original. Because the yeah. original, like, they have dinner and it's, you know, like all like edited together intercut of them having dinner and then having sex and then he's dead yeah whereas in this one we get like the whole scene of them like flirting and so in this one ganja still sleeps with the guest and so in this one it's fun because it's two ladies (laughs) Um, yeah so so they introduce they meet each other right and then Hess is like, like they have a little conversation and then Hess is like okay I'm gonna leave I have some reading to do (laughs) and in this moment um what do they say they like say yes. something okay so the the ex-girlfriend is like um oh i should i should leave and then she, um ganja's like no you should stay and she's like, <laughs> she's are, like you are, sure? are you sure and they look at each other and they're like we're sure at the same time and at that moment you have you have one choice to make do you risk it or do you leave because they could end two ways when you witness that event you yeah. could e- you are either about to get murdered or you're about to have like some wild sex and i guess it ended both ways for her i don't know yeah i mean i would immediately assume that it's sex but also i would be weird about it because it's like an ex-boyfriend's <laughs> girlfriend you know i, yeah, I feel like that would would. just be weird huh you're flipping a coin you really are and for whatever reason the coin lands on the side part yep that's right. exactly what happens but she she yep. stays and he and he goes and then they like have some drinks and flirt and they then, flirt in a very antagonistic way as yeah. well and then they're like this a, lady is beautiful oh yeah she's yeah. really really pretty <laughs> wow she talks about how she's like half irish half black and um like ganja mentions like her skin is very beautiful and she's like oh people don't usually say that because they get caught up with my blue eyes <laughs> And they're yeah, like, she is. She's gorgeous. They're really mean, but they also like compliment each other in like these really like direct ways. Yeah. And then like they're about to kiss, and then she's like, "I have to take a shower." And so <laughs> she takes a shower, and Ganja watches her, and then they have sex, and then um, on the gross ba- on, on a the rug floor. on the gross bathroom floor that took me out of it. And I was then, not into it. And then 
she's it's like, like this movie and Booksmart are both filed uh, under lesbian sex on a bathroom it floor. Really is. Yeah. Is that is a thing? Um, is that a trope? Is I that a trope no I'm idea. unaware of? I mean, having sex <sighs> in a bathroom is a thing people do in movies all the time. Sure, but they're usually but standing. On the bathroom floor, yeah. <laughs> But that's yeah, just, that's disgusting. Um, so then, like, while they're doing it, the lady's like, choke, choke me, me. Choke me harder. And she's really aggressive about it. And so Ganja does. And then she kills her by choking her. Yeah, I guess she gets, like, too caught up yeah. and then kills her by accident. Because, like, she seems like she didn't want to do that. Well, I mean, I guess... I don't know. I thought she did maybe, but it is like, well, weird yeah, she has her. like an angry look on her face, but then like when she like, like takes her hands off and like realizes she seems kind of sad. I think she just sad. felt guilty about doing it, but yeah. and so then it cuts away really quick to Hess and then it comes back and she's on the floor. Uh, there's blood pulled everywhere because yes. if you saw in the shot, oh, there's a champagne not. glass that she broke to open the lady's wrist and so she's like drinking it and when i say drinking it she's licking it up like a dog from like a bowl like on the floor and then the bathroom floor and then hess joins her so we get a solid shot of these two just lapping it up from the floor guys it's time for my pitch yes so this is the point in the movie where i had the best idea i've ever had in my life what if you had a crazy straw (laughs) that had a pointed end and it so you could just like stab into something and then drink out of it. Right. And so it seems ridiculous. Like it's probably only useful for coconuts and people. Or but... like uh, those tiny little milk cartons you get. Or the juice box, the juice barrels. Yeah. True. You can do it for we a lot of stuff. We had a whole big conversation about what we could use it for. <laughs> yeah. Watermelon, orange but... if you smush it up right. Yeah. Right. I think the applications are just good enough that this is actually a product that people should buy. Yes. I agree. And uh, it would be useful, even though I imagine it would be, if you used it for the vampire situation, I imagine it being like in um, what we do in the shadows when he slits that girl's neck and it spews everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Like, I imagine if you didn't stab it just right, that it would go spewing everywhere. <laughs> I mean, even if you did stab it exactly right, it would still, still like come spew- spewing yeah. out of the straw. <laughs> oh my so you'd have to just, just immediately go on it. Dude, it's just... Oh, shit. <laughs> It's like a maple syrup tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta wait a little bit. You like give it time. Give it time. Oh yeah. This guys, this is huge. I think we finally cracked the code. We've this is how it. we should draw blood now. Are you doing anything next week? Do you wanna go on Shark Tank? <gasps> I think I can make time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Alright. If there's any investors listening to this, I know we've gotten an email already. Oh, yeah. But if there's any investors listening to this that want to pick up this product, please let us know. Please. I think it'll be a great idea. All right. So what, what, what are yeah. we on? Um, so she just killed the woman. So they go to bury her and then the woman wakes up. Oh, her name, by the way, is Tangier. Because she was named after the place where she was conceived. Oh, yeah. And we talked about... I think that's a weird thing to do. Weird thing. Yeah. But anyway, while they're burying her, she wakes up. And um, uh, Ganja's like, oh, no, she's awake. We shouldn't bury her. And Hess is like, um, Hess is like we're not alive. Oh, yeah. She's alive. We he gets real her. emo at this point. He's like, we're not alive. Yeah. Um, and then he just continues to just bury this woman who is now like waving her hands and wriggling you know yeah looking around um uh but yeah 
and that also happens in the original so i think in the original it's also implied that they do come back to life because when they go to drop off the dude's body he's in like like a sack or something and the sack starts shaking and she's like oh no he's awake or maybe he starts breathing or something but she like notices that he's awake um so i think the rules were the same yeah i guess i guess it did i guess i i think in the original i thought she was just like seeing it like confused and in this one it's pretty explicit but then again it probably was in the original and i was just reading it wrong right yeah um but yeah so now hessa's reading the book on how to he's like this is the key to our destruction um and they talk about yeah that's a shadow of a cross it's not as detailed in this one yes but yeah it's weird oh well it's fine it's it's the same weird premise go just go with it right (laughs) and then he like he goes to oh this is when he goes and sees the like lady has killed the baby Mm -hmm. um and then he goes to church and then the salvation stuff in this was was pretty cool. I loved the song in this. I liked the song was good. Something I liked in the original was I liked the church bit because yeah. I felt just like very engrossed in it. I thought it went for like a little <laughs> too long in the original one. It goes on for so fucking long for it yeah. being a short movie. Well, in the original, there's a song and then uh, he does like a, a sermon. sermon. Yeah, and in this one, we only see the song and the song goes on for a while. But like, there's just something so energetic and moving about watching yeah. the song go. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I just keep keep this flowing and i was hoping they would but it's also the cool cool the way he comes forward yeah so he comes forward during the song in this one and it's shot neat i will say the editing could have been better because it went from him like actually walking to just like a static like it was like jarring to see him switch but it like while they're singing he's like slowly pulling forward not walking like it's he's like not dollying up and it's very slow and then like whenever then he gets like saved or whatever and then he like backs out of it the same way and it's actually really cool to watch i like that part yeah i thought that was good a good choice um and then ganja kills rami malik uh she's like yeah if you get that silk soy milk product placement (laughs) yep so in your face I actually, I kind of hate that when movies do that. It's so distracting to me. Yeah. When there's like a big branded product in the shot. Right. Yeah, I've actually, there's been moments where I've been taken out of the scene. And this is one of them. Like, I immediately was like, oh, they drink soy milk. (laughs) Like, it's just like so direct and in your face. And I rewound it several times because I first, like, Sam said it's soy milk, and then I was questioning if it was almond milk or not because I'm a bitch. <laughs> and so I rewound it to look at the scene from like a couple different shots, and it was soy milk, and yeah. I was an idiot. Um, so in the in the OG, she does kill the butler guy in that right. one too, but that but happens off screen, and the only reason you find out is because in the literal last moment, the running naked naked guy jumps over the body yeah and that's like you reveal that she did that and in this one you just watch him die and it's like sad and funny though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just stabs him in the back and then he's like what the fuck <laughs> right um but then she goes and finds hess and he's sitting in a chair like with a cross hanging in front of him with the light bulb behind the cross mm-hmm. like he's sitting so in the, the shadow. shadow of the cross uh and then they talk about did it originally death. happen so slowly in the original one it it happened pretty slowly like but in the original one he wasn't sitting it was like 
the the light bulb was swinging mm-hmm. right so the shadow was moving i think mm-hmm. and also he was like standing in the back and like walking forward and it was never like explicitly like on his heart mm-hmm. it was like it was on his face i think at the end when he dies but um, in this one he just sits still in a he's chair just sitting as it's yeah over like, him. yeah and then he's talking about how um he's like moaning um and talking about how like uh comes in the shadow of the cross and warm yourself because they talked about earlier they're always feeling cold because they're dead Mm -hmm. um and she's like no i'm afraid of death uh and then he's like i don't want to die alone Uh, it was really sad to watch yeah but it wasn't uh, it was it's very different it's a very different different. tone and like even just script but it's still really sad to watch yeah yeah um yeah and then he dies and then like the last scene she walks out in like a white dress with like a black veil over her and she just walks to the beach where the lady that she killed the ex-girlfriend who's completely naked um and has like white walker eyes white eyes yeah she like walks up like white zombie eyes she walks up and just they just stand next to each other on the beach staring out into the sea and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it follows because if you look at the credit of this movie, the writer credit is um, Bill Gunn and Spike Lee. And Bill yeah. Gunn is the guy who wrote and the directed and directed the original. And Harish said it's because like so much of the original script was kept. And yeah. like you hear that in their oh, conversation. Sure, yeah. And like a, bi- a lo- most of the plot points are the, exactly the same. But it's like it's so weird because it's like it's the same stuff. But it's just like different. It's yeah. so different to watch. Yeah, a lot of the lines like don't feel as natural in in this version as they do in the original. But also, there's there's like filler too that yeah. like some of the scenes work, some of them don't. And the tone is different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, another n- difference that I want to note is the knife looks different, and I like yeah the, I I liked it more in the original. Yeah, oh, well, we don't really. Do we really get a, it's like, like a clear thin, shot? It's a thin pointy. I like the thin pointies. This yeah, one was I like big. Very big. It was, fucking yeah, it was huge. weird. It was weird. But like big and not the way you're thinking, I can guarantee. It you. looks like just a giant leaf, basically. <laughs> yeah. And it has like a. Well, it has a sheath. Yeah. And the sheath has like a lot of ornaments on it, and it's just like huge. Right. Not as portable. Right. Um what else uh the music the music so there is like some like there's a score by someone i don't know there is <laughs> like piano music, music for it there's piano music as a score but then like we mentioned at the beginning there's also a lot of like um hip-hop songs mm-hmm. and stuff that he got from random unsigned artists um and those are mostly good there were a few times when i just felt like the song didn't really fit the tone of the scene bruce hornsby but i can't think of yeah bruce hornsby he does a lot of spike lee stuff apparently yeah um but i gotta wait he's done a ton of music yeah Yeah. (laughs) what were you saying babe He's a household name. Um, I was just saying that in some points, like the like the hip hop songs don't really work in the scene for me. Oh, Only really? A few I times. loved the soundtrack. I it, was, it was awesome. It was mostly good, but I can't I can't remember. But I remember that 
I can't remember which scenes they were, but I there were a few times where I was like, hmm, this song just doesn't really fit. There was one more guitar-like song, and I don't remember where it was, but I remember being like, I don't like this choice like of all yeah. the songs because he could have gone with. But that was yeah, the only but, one I remember. But overall, like, song. it was pretty good, I think. Um, <laughs> wow, Tom Tim just decides to sit on my lap. But yeah, uh... I don't know. I didn't really have like really my only thought about this movie is like what what was the point? What was your goal with this? Like why did you push so hard for a remake? Yeah, I mean like why do you want to do a remake? <laughs> really? Cuz like I don't know. Everything just watching this movie like the whole time I was like, I remember that from the original where it was cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the unfortunate thing is if this was its own original movie, like if Ganjan Hess didn't exist, this movie would probably be like, yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, maybe. but like if you it, like being somebody who's seen Ganjan Hess, I'm just like, it's just not as good. And it's, it's, there's no way it's as good. But then I was reading IMD rev- IMDb reviews and the ones that didn't mention Ganja and Hess still thought it was like mostly just like, yeah, it's fine. It was like in the five, yeah. six star range. Um, yeah. The, the dialogue, I just feel like, um, just fit better in the original. I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's just the acting in this one but like just something about the dialogue just felt a lot more unnatural in this one because like there's a specific type of i don't know how to describe this but like sometimes in movies there will be like lines that people say like there will be like scenes where people are talking to each other and they're saying like really deep lines you know like people if you had that line out of context people would be like oh wow that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool saying like that's probably pretty deep you know yeah um and they're just saying those kinds of like lines to each other where like um a lot of times in movies like that feels just very unnatural to me and it felt very unnatural in this one Mm -hmm. except for but the original like also has a lot of lines like that but they felt a lot more natural Mm mm-hmm the way that they were played i don't know yeah i, get I don't it. know what it's what's the difference uh should we just go into segments yeah i think it's time for segments uh what, what would, would you, you do well, i i named mine really early on are we ready for what would you do what would you do if it were you in this movie yeah movie. i don't know if i can die and come back i guess i said pretty quickly into the scene with the ex-girlfriend that uh, I started at first I was like oh this is an I- interesting situation I don't know and then I was like no nah, I I get it I'd stay I'd be her like so I immediately was like now nah, she's she's definitely who I am because I would fall into that trap I think yeah I would get killed all right hear me out I'm not cool enough to be any of the, like the awesome people in this movie but I do work around a lot of soy milk, and statistically, I feel like I'm going to die at work all the time. <laughs> so I think I'd be Rami Malik just wow. under the pretense of so one day a customer is going to stab me next to the work <laughs> fridge, and I'm going to be bleeding out next to the soy. Well, yeah. Bleeding out next to the soy. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know who I'd be. Can't Can't relate to anybody? Can't relate? Not really. I mean, maybe... 
Hess because he's like more nerdy in this one <laughs> than the original. I feel like he's more attainable <laughs> level of coolness. I don't know. I feel like but I feel like you could pull that off. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I feel like I just didn't connect with these characters as much. Yeah. To be fair, I couldn't connect to m- the characters in Ganja and Hess either. Like, it's yeah, just not. I mean, it was hard. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would probably just not be in this movie, <laughs> or I'd just be killed. <laughs> just a random victim. Like maybe later after the plot ends. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next villain ranking. Yeah, villain ranking. There's no villain. I don't. Did we, I was about to say. Did we, we didn't do, do a one for, for the original. For Ganjin Hess, we didn't. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna say no villain then. Um, and then. Do you rating. agree, Molly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. No, not rating. We have awards, mm, awards to give out. Yeah, awards. Uh. uh so this is our acting awards segment. And we have three different ones we like to give out, um, all based off of characters from a TV show, but also not really. Um, the first one is the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. It goes out to a good movie, a movie that's pretty good, and you want to recognize an actor in a good movie for doing a good job. Middle yeah. of the road, we have the Mishioker Award. Um, pretty mediocre performance. Mediocre, no, not mediocre performance, sorry. A mediocre movie. Not a bad movie, not a good movie, but you still want to recognize someone for acting the best they could and maybe a meh kind of movie. Last one, my personal favorite, um, the Jensen accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie where the movie's really bad, but you still want to recognize someone's efforts for acting well or doing their best in a movie that was absolutely (laughs) terrible. Yeah. You know, part of me was thinking about this... uh, well, I mean, I feel it's natural for rating to be last, but it almost feels like this should be after rating because you reveal your rating and then base your award off the rating. Because this is almost yeah. a spoiler for the rating, but I want to save guess. the ratings for last. <laughs> yeah. Because, in a, for example, I will be giving a Mishioker for this movie. Um, I was also going to do that. I I think it's good, but the fact is that I'm familiar with the source material and it, this did nothing to change it for me. Um, so I'm going to give it a Mishioker and I'm giving it to fucking Rami Malek because <laughs> Are you kidding me? every scene is the most ridiculous like character I've ever seen. And I just yeah. I can't believe that that's the direction they got done with him. He and has a, like a British accent. It's really not great with his voice and like and you know it's just when it's when you're watching something and Rami Malek's in it and he's not Mr. Robot or the guy from fucking uh uh Night at the Museum if he's not one of those two people every time you're watching it you're just like that's Rami Malek man (laughs) (laughs) but so I just thought him being in this like floored me and it was my favorite part of the movie was just watching him play this absurd part (laughs) yeah that's pretty good. Um, I, I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna give it a Jared because I don't care about it. You know, it's fine. It's a good movie. It's like fine. Go for it. Um, I think it's better than a mediocre movie for me. So good movie. Um, I'm gonna give it to the woman who plays Ganja. I thought she was pretty good. Um, um, she is good. I, I haven't seen her in specific. anything else. What was that? I was saying she is good. I haven't seen her in anything else, but I thought she was good in this. I looked her. I think she's only been in a few other things, and I was really surprised. I thought she was like 
the guy pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who played Hess has only been in like three actual movies. He's yeah, just done that's parts surprising to me, but not so much now that I know it's like an indie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, people see this and get them out there. I thought they were really like honestly, like I didn't think anyone was bad in this movie. I thought they were all okay. Yeah, they were fine. They were fine. I I don't know. It didn't really work for me. Maybe I just like didn't like the characters as much. Um, and that's what the problem was. Um, I think I'm going to give it a mediocre, uh, but I think I'm going to give it to the mom of the kid. Oh yeah. She's she good. was really good. She made me sad. I mm-hmm. don't know. I liked her even though she's only in like two scenes, <laughs> but she's <laughs> effective. Yeah. Ratings. Ratings. Yeah. What are we rating it out of? Bloodstained soy milk cartons. Soy, how many soy milk cartons? What about Bloody Marys, but with blood? <laughs> like yeah, actual Bloody like Mary. That. How many actual Bloody Marys? Yeah, out of oh, 10. that's disgusting. I already know mine. Um, I'm gonna give it a six. Um, no, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna give it a five. Um, oh. because it's. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't really ever want to watch this one again, but I know I'd want to watch Ganja and Hess again. Yeah. Um, I think I said like I wasn't in a rush, but like I would watch it again. Um, this one I'm just like, yeah, I've seen it once. I don't need to see it again. And uh, like Spike Lee has made far better films. Oh, this yeah. is pretty. I have a feeling that the more I watch, this will probably remain pretty low on my list of favorites of his. Yeah. Um, I I think. I'll also give it a five. Actually, I I was thinking six. I'll give it a six because like it's a well-made movie, but also like I don't get the point of it. Like there's no reason to make this movie. I don't know what your goal was in making this movie and like the the stuff that this movie added wasn't really worth it to me. So I I think like maybe if I had watched this movie without having seen the original, um, I would have liked it more. But yeah, I don't I know agree. with that with the shadow of the cross of Ganja and Hess looming, <laughs> it really <laughs> killed this movie for me. <laughs> what about you, Molly? I'm gonna give it a six and a half because I have no taste. <laughs> I mean, it's hardly also, more than Harish did. So my yeah. context for this movie is very different from both of yours. Because I don't understand a goddamn thing that happened in either one of them. I'm just going based on vibes. Yeah. I thought this movie was really pretty and I liked watching it, but it's not as good as the original. Yeah. yeah. I also, I'm going to be really honest. This might not surprise you. I, there were a couple of moments where I tuned out and didn't know what was happening. <laughs> because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So, recommendations. Uh, I have a really stupid wreck. It's based off of literally like one scene and then art design. Yeah. Um, People should watch Velvet Buzzsaw. The scene where they're at the house and he like drinks the blood and gets sick for some reason reminds me of like the party scene in Velvet Buzzsaw. We haven't seen it. And then also all the scenes where you see all the art in his apartment and then like also like in the museum or whatever. Right. Like reminded me of that movie literally nothing else i don't think these movies have a lick of anything in common they're both just kind of the shots kind of look the same sometimes i don't know yeah um i'm gonna recommend bloodborne again (laughs) because like i did not think about it when we watched the original but this one 
or I mean, this one and the original both like really, really fit the theme of Bloodborne really well. Because like with Bloodborne, what it happened was Bloodborne is a video game. I've mentioned this. I recommended it for Queen of the Damned. Mm-hmm. But like what happened, what the plot kind of implies is that there was an ancient civilization that did experiments with blood, and then this like Victorian, um, like city of Yarnum, I guess. Um, they found the old blood from the ancient civilization and started using it in like medical, like blood transfusions. And it like was really useful in healing people, but it also like eventually turned them into beasts. Um, but the, the way like in this movie, they describe how the like Ashanti people were like addicted to blood and they kept like drinking it and they like got addicted to it. Um, it like reminds me of the way that like all of this material that I've read about bloodborne lore, like talks about the way people became addicted to blood, um, in Yarnum. Uh, so that is, yeah, I guess I, I wouldn't have thought of that comparison, but that's actually pretty accurate. Do you have any? I don't have. I'm having a hard time coming up with Rex, and I think I do yeah. with the original Ganja and Hest. No, actually, Ganja and Hest stylistically, I remember I had a lot of inspiration from just the way it was shot. And this one, I'm not really getting. I mean, the original Ganja and Hest, I'd of really, course. really recommend, of yeah. course. Um, but I'm I'm lacking in other inspo, unfortunately. I'm. Any I'm really other Spike Lee movies you'd like to recommend? I mean, I've we've only seen Do the Right Thing and Black Klansman and yeah. Do the Right Thing is one of my favorite movies of it's all time. It's really good. It is so good. Like and that's why I think that also might be why this is disappointing because I've seen Spike Lee at like his greatest and yeah. I'm like this yeah. just really ain't it, bro. Right. Do the Right Thing is I, great. Black Klansman is fine. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I've seen She's Got to Have It and it was okay. I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, I one. haven't seen that any of the other Do ones. the Right Thing is like it's, it's really so good. fucking good and it also opens with a dance number that's something we need to talk about this movie opens with a dance number and so yeah. just do the right thing but do the right thing the dance number like really tells you about what you're gonna watch and it's done by rosie perez who's yeah. a character in the movie yeah. and in this one it's this random dancer guy and it's a really beautiful and awesome dance to watch but like it doesn't it didn't set me up for the story yeah it didn't like land the same but i really liked the dance number but so that was something i noticed similar but it was right. <laughs> very different. Oh, I have one more Spike Lee recommendation. It's um David Byrne's American Utopia. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, yet, he did that. But I'm sure it fucking rules. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to give it like 10 out of 5 stars like implicitly. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. I guess that's the podcast. <laughs> I wish I had more Rex, but this this is just a unique thing. Yeah. Did we recommend the original? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really got, though. Well, um, you can follow me at not a credit card on everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference on everything. And you can find me at Midsummer Queen on Twitter and Motherbox. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror um, on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail dot com, Tipsy Terror dot rip, Tipsy Terror dot wtf, Tipsy Terror dot pub, Tipsy Terror dot oh wait, yeah, and Tipsy Terror dot com, and those will point to our links, and that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.